entertain? Are you not entertain? Is this not why you are here? To Roll Talk. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome, Facebook audience. Welcome, YouTube audience. We have a great show tonight. Um, we have ourselves a great guest tonight. Hell yeah, um, man. One is coming from Funky Town, the other one's coming for all the way from Colombia. And, um, you know, um, just to introduce everybody else, uh, we have uh, John Ziegler here. Uh, Mr. John Zingler is an uh, entrepreneur and also, man, not too much drops, bro. Too many drops, bro. I'm excited. You, you're getting too excited, bro. Um, let me, damn. Uh, Mr. John Ziegler here, um, he is in Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, he's an entrepreneur, also, he's, uh, uh, he works with the church and he's a, you know, uh, people person, I would say. And then we have Mr. Kit Splinter. What up, what up, what up? Wow, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about you, but, like, I, 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 I kill it, bro. I kill it like I see it. I see it, bro. Um, Mr. John Ziegler, right? That's me. Okay, so we're going to have a great show. Awkward. Um... Wow. You know? Um, so we have a great show, by the way. Um, you're in Real Talk mode. Um, that's I just came up with that, Real Talk mode. This, we, we should use that, Jerry. We have Jerry producing in the background. Uh, Jerry, the man, the myth. I always tell everybody, Jerry, the man, the myth. We have ones and twos. We have Mr. Pre-K on one, ones and twos. DJ Pre-K. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I see, I see, bro. It's All right, it's official, right? And then we have John Ziegler here, and we have Mr. Uh, Kit Splinter here. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you guys uh, actually joining here today. You know, on, uh, you know, we're almost close to Christmas for our Facebook audience and for our uh, YouTube audience. If you are listening to us today, and if you are listening to us on Apple or any kind of podcast platforms. Uh, well, Merry Christmas to you and your family. We made it. It's 2020. We made it. You want to chime in? Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely yeah. made it. Everybody wants to retire 2020 for sure. <laughs> well, everybody wants to retire. You know, this is an entrepreneur show. You know, so we actually about entrepreneurship. We are about sales. We are about Everything else, everyday life, cha-ching. Um, so, um, okay, so nobody wants to talk, so I'm going to talk. <laughs> you want to chime in? You want to talk about Columbia right quick, real quick? Oh, we can. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, for those of you guys that don't know me, I have a, a roofing company here locally in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, it's uh, graceroofs.com. 
and I do that as my kind of my main gig. But uh, I have I do some mission work here and there, and um, if you want me to tell about Columbia, I'll no, we're gonna wait later. We're gonna wait later. How about you tell us about yourself? Uh, man, I just kick it in Fort Worth, make a lot of music, hang out with my family and stuff. Okay. That's, that's you got any albums out? I do have one. It came out in May called Coming to You Live from the Funk. Okay. Okay. How many uh, tracks on it? 13. 13 tracks? Mm -hmm. Pretty badass, man. Pretty badass. So, yeah, we have a great show, YouTube audience and Facebook audience. Um um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost Christmas. It's almost like New Year's. It's almost, uh, end of 2020. Almost. Almost. Um. So close. So I'm going to ask, uh, Kid, Kid Splinter. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. uh, how was your 2020, man? Uh, it was great. Other than like the whole pandemic thing. I mean, that just kept me inside and had me writing more. But, uh, other than that, it was good. As soon as, like, 2020 came around, I was just like, I'm going to make this, like, my year. You know, it's going to be a good year where I actually come up and stuff and do some stuff. And I actually, like, put some work in. And it's all turned out good. So you actually benefit from it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's badass, man. Yeah. You got to take every problem and make them good, you know? That's badass. We always talk about that, you know? Um, so John and uh, one of our friends, uh, Thomas, that he's not here. Um, we would like to have him here, but he's not here. Uh, uh, we met like in 20... 17? 17? 17? No, 18. 18? 17 or 18, yeah. No, 17. 17, yeah. It's been 17. three and a half years. 17. Um, been friends for three or four years. It's been a great friendship. It's been a great journey. Oh, it's been rocky. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Oh, no, there's ups and downs. There's always ups and downs in friendship. No, I'm playing. We get along great. Yeah, so we met uh, in 2017, and we've been friends since then. Um, and, you know, uh, life is great. You know, life is actually uh, put a lot of good people in your way. And John is one of the people that I actually love. And um, he does a lot of good stuff. Sometimes he doesn't, but he does mostly like nine, nine or ten times he does good stuff. Uh, I believe in him. Um, great person, no. Um, and let me say something about that, okay? Because uh, today I had a thought. I was driving, uh, in, we, I had a situation with a customer of mine. And the manufacturer of their house had done some things wrong. And when we put the roof on uh, for them, there was, there was a, a little issue that came up. And I was thinking as I was driving back, because I, I called a couple of my friends, you know, one of them's a plumber, one of them uh, just went, came and looked at it with me and made sure that we we're getting everything exactly right. And uh, as I was driving back, I was like, man, you know, life's a team sport. And it's really, really good to have, like, a good crew with you. It's so good to, like, know when you have real professional people taking care of stuff that you don't have to worry about, you know. Like, I know that the issue is going to be completely resolved tomorrow with no problem, and the customer is super happy and all that. And uh, just to be able to, to, you know, have that life as a team sport attitude and, uh, you know, to have a crew that you run with and, 
do business stuff together or just be friends and you know knock it like that's a that's a lot of that makes life a lot more richer i can't really understand people that would want to be just all by themselves and you know wanting to do it i like doing stuff with other people and it's always more fun that's awesome, bro. And you get a better result, too. Cause more you know, it's always enjoyable when you actually share a, a success, you know, at the end of the day. Um, um, so let me, um, let, me, let me tell my audience uh, what's going on right now. You, see, you guys see on YouTube right now or, or Facebook, uh, we have a book in front of us. And Mr. John Ziegler actually wrote the book. And uh, it's a kid's book. Um, and actually he just came back from Colombia, um, and he raised, uh, money for orphans out there and they couldn't speak English. He actually went down there and actually, uh, collab with other people outside the United States to write a Spanish kid book. Is this a, is this a Spanish kid book? Yeah, it's uh, well. I mean, it's. That's the English I, one too. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, there's one in English, one in Spanish. I don't okay. Know which is one is. One I'm not one looking one at it right now. Okay. So here's the English one. Okay, we have one in English version, and we have one in Spanish version. Yeah. So, um, and you did wrote. So you're gonna publish these I, two books. I wrote books. it in English, uh, but I had my my cousin. Uh, he lived in Colombia for ten years, Gabriel, and so I, I knew I was gonna be taking the book down there. So I asked him because. I don't know if you know this. Well, you know this because you're, you've been around. But like the Mexican Spanish and South American Spanish are like totally different. Very different. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I had him because he's uh, was lived in uh, there for more than like I don't know. It was like twelve or thirteen years in Bogota, uh, Colombia. So he did the translation for me, and he's fluent. And he did a really good job. Everybody liked it down there, uh, the translation. So um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so what is the book about? Well, okay, so let me go back to the beginning. All right. Okay. So, so back in uh, 2008, I went on a mission trip to uh, Uganda. And I went with four other guys. We called ourselves Five Guys in Uganda. And uh, we just went down there, wanted to help this orphanage that we've been, uh, our church was a part of. And uh, I, at the time I went down there, the housing bust had happened. And I went from making a lot of money because I was in real estate investing and all that to making no money at all. <laughs> and so we went there and I was just, uh, you know, my soul was just completely uh, gone. Like I was just a zombie kind of. And I went down there. We helped out with the kids. We were there for like 14 days, I think. And we put shoes on 250 kids and we did a lot of stuff for the orphanage. Uh, several different <laughs> And um, I just, like, the whole time I was like... By the way, that's his favorite, like, um, drop. Oh, yeah. yeah I, lo I, love the, I love the rap horn. I enjoy it. <laughs> Let you know Not too much, bro. Real. Yeah. He gets happy with that. But, but we, so what happened was uh, basically when I got uh, done, you know, with all of that and everything, and uh, I just was, you know, in a real dark place in my life, and I got on the airplane to come back to the States. And I remember, uh, it just weird, it just all hit me, like everything that we had done, everything that we had seen, all the kids, 
um, you know, that, that we had helped and the ones that we couldn't help, which, you know, hurt, because uh, you want to help, you know, all of them, because uh, the AIDS had hit the country really bad. A lot of those kids didn't have mom and dads. And I just remember thinking, you know, I want to stand up for those kids and let them know that they matter, that they have a plan and a purpose and that God loves them. And I, so I sit on the... the and your mom actually runs uh, uh, one of the named churches, right? Oh, yeah, she has a, she has a ministry in the a Bible study and she writes books and, as, as well. Met her. She's very, a great person. Yeah, she's well, well known. And uh, anyway, so we got on the, you know, I got on the airplane and literally for about 20, 25 minutes, man, I like started crying. I couldn't, I could die. I was sobbing. And like everybody around me, like going, like, what's wrong with him? I, I couldn't stop. Anyway, so it changed me. And I realized that, you know, there's a reason and purpose for money. And I always wanted to do more. And so uh, last year, um, my granddaughter's birthday was coming up and I, wanted to do something special for her. And I had this idea for this book that basically tells kids that, hey, you know, before, you know, God made the earth, he was thinking of you because that's what the scriptures say, that uh, he knows how many hairs are on your head. He decided how many toes you were going to have, how many fingers, and um, he had a plan and a purpose. And so um, I, I wrote the book. I, got, I Just inspiration hit me, and I just got it, you know, all in about two seconds, and I wrote it, and we got it illustrated, and um, um, so I decided, I was like, I want to take this down to Columbia, you know, because we, I had been to Columbia uh, maybe a year, uh, a couple of years ago, and we visited an orphanage, but I didn't really do anything other than give some money, um, but I wanted to do more than just throw money, you know, at people that were helping. So, so if you if if you're listening to us right now, uh, we will put uh, John's uh, actual um, you know contact information in uh, bio section YouTube, uh, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, we'll have a link tree uh, link attached to it where you can follow John. And I can tell you one thing. It actually had a really, really, uh, I actually enjoy watching you, um, you know, giving those kids all the toys. I, I think it was a joy thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was a joy thing. It was, like a, uh, it was like, you know, okay, that's one of my friends in the circle that I love and uh, I trust. And he's out there actually making it happen, you know? So, um, you know, it could be going um, you know, you, you can work towards the God way or you can work towards your money to help your family. It's the same cost at the end of the day because you're helping people at the end of the day. So I, watching you, man, like giving all those toys was joyful. Like yeah, it, was, it was a great It's Christmas. Experience. You look like Santa Claus at the end of the day. but <laughs> uh, Probably about the same but, way as Santa you know, Claus. Let's be real. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was really, really, uh, I was really proud of you. Oh, thank you. I, I was proud of you. I was like, I was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a great circle of people, you know, at the end of the day. It was, you know, it was a lot of fun and it was, you know, easy and, and enjoyable. But basically what we did was I went down there, I, I translated into Spanish, we got it illustrated. And we went down there um, in, I don't know, I went in October, I think. And uh, my, my driver, Mauricio, uh, 
picked me up at the airport. I was telling him, I was like, I want to do some stuff because I knew the book was coming up. I was like, I want to print it here and I want to go to some orphanage and, you know, get plugged in to them a, lo a little bit better. And he was like, oh, I know a girl that does stuff with kids. I'll reach out to her. So it just like happened with just the conversation. We got, we went to three or four different orphanages and got connected with a lot of people. And I didn't have the book printed at the time, but we set it up for I would come back and we'd print it and all that. So I went back, uh, whatever, a couple of weeks ago, we printed a thousand books. Uh, we, uh, uh, 500. Well, can I interject real quick? Sure. Okay. So if you guys are actually wanting to get in the cause, uh, to actually, uh, you know, uh, support orphan kids, uh, in Colombia, uh, definitely reach out to John. We'll put his information in Linktree. You can go to Linktree, then you can go to YouTube channel and you'll be able to find it. Um, or you can just contact me directly and I'll forward you his number. Um, you know, so if you are listening to this podcast out there, um, you know, definitely go ahead and go to our link tree or go to our YouTube channel. He, his information is going to be right there. And I will, uh, give his uh, personal number at the end of the podcast. Um, but yeah, man, that's great, man. So that's awesome cause. And uh, you've been talking about it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I know you have, like, for a year and a half. Yeah. About a year and a half. Yeah. So you accomplished that goal. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was going to go do that regardless, but I decided I was going to uh, ask some of my friends, because uh, I have a lot of great friends, and like, hey, do you want to help? So I was able to... Uh, you know, handle all the admin, my flights, and all that stuff uh, separately. And then I asked everybody to give. So we raised $1,200. And that's for money going directly, not to reimburse me for my expenses or, any, or the book or anything like that. Just going directly to orphanages. So then when I was there, I was like, I'm going to match everybody's giving. And so I matched it with another $1,200. So we ended up doing $2,400 for those people and everybody that gave, I matched every dollar, dollar for dollar on top of, you know, all the admins. But I, I, I saw the soccers. So soccers were awesome. Oh, we, we gave Man, soccer balls. I saw, I saw John giving out, like, out of, the, like, you know, big Santa Claus bag, uh, 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 soccers to those little kids. Um, they, I'm sure they can't afford to buy a soccer. No, that was a, that was a boys, uh, that was basically a farm, like a boys ranch or whatever they were um, so happy i yeah, just saw they, were, they needed I just shoes saw and, and soccer balls so we got them both shoes, boots basically both us and soccer balls that's awesome bro yeah that's great yeah, that was fun man we shot i shopped like crazy like we kept every every day it would be like another place that we needed to go and it'd be like how many kids they you know they have 50 kids so we had to go buy gifts for 50 so we we're buying gifts because i didn't want to just give them a book i wanted to give them a gift and then also give them the book and um, and then i don't know if you saw this video or not but basically the day after i had left uh, mauricio um he's a he's an emt by day or whatever and he was down at the children's hospital okay. and uh, they had uh, uh the firefighter you know, was dressed up as Santa Claus, as or as they call it, Papa Noel, and uh, he read. I, the, I heard you speak Spanish. I was like, "Damn, he, John!" He read the book <laughs> and he loved it, 
And so there were 200 sick kids at that hospital. So we were able to give him 200 books and he went and passed out the books. So it wasn't just getting to see Santa. It was also getting a book that they could read in their own language and stuff. So I was kind of happy about that. Well, um, that's amazing. And then uh, obviously, um, you know, if you this, is this going to be on Amazon soon? It's on Amazon. You could order it on Amazon if you wanted to. Okay. So and we're going to put that link. We're going to orphanages. We, oh, so all the proceeds that you yeah, yeah. everybody buys. This is just something I'm doing to help. So, okay. So we're going to put that link on the bio section. So anything you guys want to donate or buy the books for orphanages, um, you can actually go to our YouTube channel and go to bio section. You can find uh, John Ziegler's links there. Yeah, or you can directly call. I have a link. There, there's a, there'll be a link if they want to uh, do through PayPal or whatever for Orphan Fund or whatever. We'll put all kinds of information to if you want to be part of what John is doing. Um, and you can also follow him on Facebook. Um, man, so I want to have, I, I do have a question for Mr. Kid Splinter. What's up? You have a kid, man, right? Yeah. So how old is he? He's three. He's three. What's mm -hmm. his name? Lane. Lane? Okay, cool. So, you know, for being a father, and you're y'all father, I'm not. So being a father, you know, you you actually raising him and seeing uh the kids that are actually not uh protected as you guys uh protect your kids and everything. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice? Gee, man. Mm. I don't think I understood the question. So okay, so I would I would say norm normal terms. So like let's say like you know how would um so uh, experience wise like you know raising a kid you have a little kid right now mm -hmm. right and um the there's fathers out there um and they're trying to figure it out and uh, trying to figure out like Father, you know being fatherhood. fatherhood you know, because that's all it's about, right? Because, right, that's what you're doing. You're a father, a grandfather. Yeah. You're a father. And, uh, um, I mean, it's probably too much. I mean, you don't have to answer oh, if you no. don't want. But, like, you know, for, um, and you're doing it. So, what mm -hmm. would, for, okay, let's, let me just uh, bring it back and lay it down a little bit. Um, so, being in your age and you're an artist and you're a dad, and you have other artists in your age, and they're trying to raise kids. What would you? What would be your advice to them? Just do it, really. Like, just do it. Yeah, like that's like the easiest part, you know. Just being around them and everything. Like that's the first step. As long as you're around them, that's that's somewhere. And then work on like teaching them like better ways to handle stuff instead of just like sticking them in front of that phone, because that's gonna teach them everything, you know. Once you like pay a lot of attention to them, they like. They connect with you and stuff, and like, it's it's crazy. Like just raising yourself again, you know. That's awesome, bro. Like, so you're actually um, doing this artist stuff, and you're actually taking care of your kid. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Do you have a day job? Oh no, not right now. No, just artists. One hundred percent artists. Man, kudos to you, bro. Heck yeah, bro. It's fun though, bro. Um. With that said, you know, so um, how much time we got? Five minutes? Okay. Um, so all of our audience right there on YouTube, um, 
We're going to put Mr. Uh, Kid Splinter's information. He's next. He's our artist for Open night, uh, open Mic, and uh, he's going to perform for next uh, 10 to 15 minutes. Enjoy his music, and if you want to subscribe to him, he'll give you the information. You can always cash app him, or you can always Venmo him, or whatever. He, we're going to provide all the links to support our artists here in, on Open Mic, um, and uh, we'll be back. What up, it's Kid Splinter. Uh, time to decapitate, mentally split the vapor wave. Hippity hop the bass, gon' bang, isn't it? I feel great today. Counting the holes that I have made, sticking that flavor in your face. A case of one twos without the threes, you know me. Uh, B O D Y B A G, splinting to the fucking T. Watch you fall into a coma, doggy dog. My mouth is foaming, haunted. I'm a Eating rappers, this ain't ramen Time travel, Rolex walking I'm the god and this my garden I can hear my demons talking Tell me I ain't making nothing Said I broke a heart, she fucked me Rap off and do you dirty Hopeless victim on a journey I'll be spitting till I'm 30 That is one fact I'll be sure of Half my homies wasn't worthy I'm the god and this my bible Loves a snake and she love biting Fuck a Donald, fuck a Biden Took a dump, I ain't abiding Feeling Ted, I'm fucking righteous Why you bitching wearing my silence? Hopping on my bike and riding, sleeping with an open eyelid. Sit in my compound, eating kung pao with the dumb sounds. I'm a stone cloud and I'm stone cold. Been a bozo, get a bag, yo, and a fat hoe. Need a new go, get a new roll, and a you a gumball, little dumb dog. Should have stayed home, watching SpongeBob. I'm beginning to feel something. Steps to make it, I'm proof There is a greatest, my roots Be on the pavement, this picture I'm finna paint it We underground getting paper So fuck, getting famous This dragon ain't one for taming When dragon is nuts on tables I'm tagging a bunch of staples And ripping a bunch of cables Smoke gas, we don't fuck with flavors That swisher better not be grapefruit cake You bust this mad cause I'm cracking your jaw with bats, dog You must be lacking Hope I didn't catch you a fucking sleep, bro me with that bullshit talk so retarded if you ain't really moving jump on the beat like i got something to do quick get another verse i was listening to the fool snicks forget the bitch and hand me the scissors i'm snipping gizzards and towing whips like i'm licking lizards on television while all these bitches are questioning how the splinter did it tell them what's the word motherfucker want a definition that's feel something that's the latest single that dropped Slow it down. Shout out to the Gallon Boys. Sad looks every time that I walk by. Mic check. I never really say it right. Never do it like I'm standing in the mirror, but I can't fight it this time. Let it go in my mind. Silence is all the conversation that I need when I donate to the police. Pot. Got a little green for the brothers. Now they rolling while we walking over this spot. Should they hit the lick right about now? I'm gonna get another minute till I'm standing in the middle of a minute in the moment that I think twice, three times. Never hit the brain right. Understand. 
understanding that I'm jealous as I'm lifted off the back burner. Missing all my exes, tell my dad I think of her. Need to recover. Be the big brother of the homies that have never had siblings. Dad's mad, scratch that. Take it to the booth, will you please? Pretty, pretty little pieces in my speakers. Got me thinking I could teach y'all about my life, but y'all ain't hungry when I beat it. Being independent, but I'm panicking when I don't got a plan to get a panel on my wall for saying all the shit I never did. Had a forget a bitch. Never leave your turtle sitting. Never give a penny to the damn. Never give no sense to the man. God couldn't answer questions that I had. Why? Why I'm so mad? Why I hate the bitch but want it back? Why are the crowns I got black? Never gave a damn about that. Now I want it all back. She should've never left the mattress. Why I wake up every day thinking that it's gonna be a good one? Ain't had one of those in a long time. Maybe if I didn't run away, y'all would do something that's a few miles from my hometown. Never wanna go back down that road till I cash out. Tell me about the childhood I only really dream about. Hanging on the ceiling, tell my mama yelling, get down. Any kid could, I just wasn't down. Catch me by myself at the lake now. Never trust no one by the shore. You gon' get pushed in, what the hell they waiting for? Swimming in the mosh pit, gotta take the paint across. I ain't never crossed this bridge. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. That's fixing the Nexus. That's on Spotify and SoundCloud. Yeah. We can roll them. Shoulda hit me when I felt I'll make it worth it, huh? I'm gone, no song 
with a movement when I can smoke cones filled with triple six OG. Y'all, these fucking hoes got me caught in the feeling. Swallowed in a hole and I'm trying to stay clean. All these things I think about will make me crazy. Oh my God, I love it. Who would have thought it saved me? Seeing all these faces. Spotify and uh, wherever your platform is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, everything. Like any music platform, you can find it at Kid Splinter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that. You can look up Kid Splinter as well. It's Kid, K-I-D, and then Splinter, like Master Splinter. I okay. Ain't no rat, though. <laughs> well, we appreciate you, man, oh, being sure. on here. Hey, you, know, you know, go ahead and join us. You know, Thank we're going to be talking some stuff. Um, yeah. We appreciate it, bro. Hell yeah, man. Um, so our YouTube audience, uh, follow him everywhere. Uh, our Facebook audience, follow him everywhere. And if actually you're listening to Apple, uh, podcasts or you're listening to on, uh, Spotify, um, just go ahead and follow Kid Splinter everywhere. And we appreciate him being an open mic artist tonight. And, um, right now we're going to start a session called Trash Talk. Trash yeah. talk. Trash. Trash talk is actually our sports segment. Um, I skipped the, our market update because nobody wants to hear about like you know money and homes right now 
at this moment because it's Christmas time. Um, so we will talk about sports, though. All right. Yeah, it's called it's called trash talk. Right. So about the Cowboys. Oh God. You know. So, are you are you a fan of football? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I kind of know the teams and stuff. I don't know nothing about the game. Though. You you know any 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 sports? Uh, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your team? Um, baseball. Rangers. I like them. And the Yankees. Though. Yeah. Yankees. Yeah, man. Hell man, yeah. get the hell out of here, bro. At the top, bro. Nah, I'm, a, I'm a Rangers fan, but I'll say the Yankees are, are, are the best to ever do it. Man, y'all are both are fake people, team. man. Rangers, I can't even like, you, you can't handle these guys. You can't change the stats. Man. Okay, well, it, it is what it is. Rangers are going to do it here yeah, next man. couple of years. And we got a new stadium. Uh, we have a new stadium. Come, uh, and then we had our, uh, you know, World C- Series were actually held uh, in a Ranger Stadium this year. So that was awesome. Um, and also, John Ziegler is a big Cowboy fan. I am. What a shame. I understand. <laughs> no, it really is. Are you I mean, love, it really, it's years. like a love-hate thing. Yeah, it's like, man. Uh, are you in love with Cowboys or are you just, like, going to give up on them at some point? No, well, you never, if you're a fan, you never Die give hard. up on You may give up on a season. Yeah. You know, and you may say a few choice words every single game about the play calling or something like that, but you never give up on it. So you're saying, like, uh, you know, don't tank, go to uh, uh, 13 pick, and uh, make it a playoffs? I I don't think they can make the playoffs this year, but I'd like to see them. Ooh. You know, I think, I think DFW. I don't know, bro. I well, think, they're uh, counting on other people to lose. Washington has to lose two games. Right. You, you know, I think being Cowboys fans here, it builds uh, strong entrepreneurs here in DFW because we're used to um, trying something for 25 years. And yeah. Not we, yeah. We, and we stay behind it no matter we have what. The, we yeah, have the bro. character to keep going. Exactly. We stay behind yep. it. When everything is saying <laughs> stop. <laughs> Don't Let's do it. Right. Wow. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's uh, you know, uh, that's my life. I guess I would say that. You know, pe- most people tell me like, "Don't you know, just stop what you're doing, bro. Stop." Don't but ever, I keep. They doing would it. stop. Don't ever listen to them. You know. They would stop. Um, you don't, got to. don't stop. We'll go beat. I've never you told want. you to stop. Yeah. 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 Oh, you I know. have told you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Plenty of time. Plenty of times up in here. Check um, yourself before you wreck. Yeah. Would you trade Dak? I would want Dak to sign, you know, a, a contract that's not going to destroy the team. I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's putting himself above everybody else. So we'll see. Are you on TikTok? Uh, I was for a little while. There's some cringy stuff on that, though. What? Yeah. It I'm, is cringy. I'm, and think wow. about... Think about five years from now, yeah, or ten man. years when we go back and we look. Like think about all the shit we have on YouTube that we look back and we're like, oh my god, were we really mm-hmm. doing that? TikTok though, that's a different ballgame. TikTok man. is gonna be a world stuff. of hurt once we look back at it. Once it's yeah, fo- followers on TikTok, uh, like thirty-seven man, thirty-seven. Yeah, they're loyal though. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna teach you TikTok game. I got like seven thousand followers, oh, heck bro. <laughs> But what I was trying to get to it, and we this is the sports section, you know, uh, Juju, uh, you know, from Pittsburgh, wide receiver, he's been doing a lot of TikToks, and uh, he's been doing it on logos, you know, uh, team's logo, and he got popped. 
at uh, uh, Cincinnati game. I don't know if you watched the video of it. Um, he got popped because of TikTok dances. Did you hear about that? Nah, they didn't like it or what? Well, the guys were like, you know, like, yeah, don't dance on, on, on our logo um, doing TikToks. Wait, you know? and he was being irreverent so ex- yeah, to the explain, other team. Explain exactly what happened. He was out there. So like- this is what happened. So Juju Smith is known for, like, he's got 1.2 million followers on TikTok, and he does a lot of dances on TikTok. Um, before the game. Wow. So he actually started doing like TikToks uh, dances on uh, logos of football team. So he did it on like last four games. He did like whatever they played. They, he did it he, before the game, not during the game, not when you actually, uh, actually, you know, in the battle mode. Um, he did it before the game. He's dancing, um, uh, you know, on TikTok. And he actually, Kept doing it until Cincinnati, one of the Cincinnati sa- uh, safety Bengals. called him out. And he said, like, bro, don't do it. And I think it was, like, third play or fourth play of the game. Um, safety that talked, you know, like, hey, uh, don't do it. He came down and actually put a hit on him, and he fumbled the ball. So he was Because he, like- he did do the dance. Was he on the field? He was on the field. Oh, so you you think the tackle was for? It's a huge news. TikTok. It's everywhere. It's on oh, ESPN. Yeah. It's everywhere, bro. He got laid um, down. He got his ass laid out. Yeah, bro. He got laid down, bro. There's some bad blood behind that. Wow. That's mad. But, <laughs> but King of the Hill says don't don't ever flaunt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's his name? Hank. 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 Yeah. He never danced when he made touchdowns, and uh, mm-hmm. because he was afraid it was bad luck. Yeah. So and you know they're they're owing to for last two. Two weeks or whatever, but that that shouldn't define you. Like you know, on the field, um, you know, whenever you're on the field, you have that uniform on. It's all about your skills at the end of the day. Um, I actually did a, a reaction video to it on TikTok, telling Juju, "Don't stop." You know, I understand. It wasn't during the game. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, yeah I'm not mad at him. You know, so he was just doing TikTok dances on there. Um, don't do it on the Cowboys. Don't do it during the game. During the game is disrespectful. The Cowboys, you're all right. Just don't do it to that team again. They already said yeah. The Cowboys will dance with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever that happened with T.O. thing happened with the, you know, doing yeah, that. Yeah, George Teague you know, um, Don't do that during the uh, game. And same thing, you know, with the mic thing we talked about earlier on. Like, don't drop a mic yeah, uh, while in, you're actually on a concert. It's, 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 it's just... Some nah, especially if it's not your mic. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. I mean, don't do it. Do so don't don't out there if you if kids are in uh, little leagues and playing sports, um, you can be yourself outside the game, but don't be yourself in the game because it's just gonna come back at you. Look at you know Des Bryant. Look at um, what's the other name like uh, Steelers uh, wide receiver Antonio Brown. Oh, Antonio Brown. Yeah. Tony Brown, or T.O., or uh, Ocho Cinco from back in the day, you know, Chad. Um, you name it, man. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, wide receivers are divas, you know. <laughs> Talking about divas, we have a couple of divas in here, me and John. Linda, John's, so John's like, don't put me in that corner with you. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, you're over there by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so you think you're going to trade uh, Dak Prescott? 
No, I just don't think that. I don't think he's going to be. I think he's a principled person, and he feels like he deserves money as if he's won five more Super than Bowls. he's gave us. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> so I think in his in his agent who got fired from his agency is uh, one of the worst agents in the league. So it's just a bad combination of stupid and greedy. So I I would be surprised if it got done because I don't think Jerry Jones is going to give away uh, the future of the Cowboys and signing other people just for a quarterback. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, he's a GM. He's going to he's gonna, Dak's gonna end up playing for the Browns and having, like, great stats. In <laughs> but he'll make a lot of money. Do you skateboard? Yeah. I can tell. Yeah, I used to a lot. Now if I get on, I'll just cruise. But lately, me and my son have <laughs> been playing with tech decks. The little fingerboards. I love tech decks. Yeah, man. What is that? I don't know. Uh, it's just like for old people. That's a mini little skateboard, like a toy skateboard that you play with finger your fingers. Skateboards. Fingers? What yeah, the hell, bro? It's not even real, bro. Yeah. I have like a whole skate park on my dinner table and stuff, made out of like cereal boxes and all that. <laughs> Are you seriously kidding me, bro? Yeah, bro. I swear. That's hard. Yeah. That's, been, like practicing that's how you tricks just, and stuff. That's how yeah, you skinned man. up his knuckles. Yeah, exactly. You got calluses yeah. and everything. On. Did you all see? Okay, well, I, I mean, it's a new generation. You gotta accept whatever it is. You know? <laughs> are you serious, man? It's a, it's a skate boat. You can actually like. And these are like from two thousand nine. Yeah, they, they've been out for been years. Been out like probably 10, 15 years. Just for now. real? Yeah, no, yeah. When they, I was a kid, they were out. Like, they but is it getting popular? Oh yeah, bro. There's like a whole like you can get sponsored for popular. it. There's like a whole different yeah. brand of like real pro <laughs> fingerboarders and all that. Mostly in, like, Berlin, though. They do a lot of it out there. And there's, like, public skate parks for that. Wow. <laughs> um, did y'all see the SNL um, uh, skit about uh, rap on TikTok? I, I didn't see it. You I didn't see it? it? You heard about it? I heard about it. Can you pull it up? Let me see if I can find it. You can pull it up. Can you pull it up real quick? Uh, it's called, like, ski, uh, Yeet. Y-E-E-T. Um... That's awesome, by the way. That's a great drop. Um, so you you went from being you're skating as a sport to finger sport. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if I skate now, I kind of cruise around, but I'm like all six four and everything. So anytime I like try to go to do a trick, I like throw my legs out Bruh. or something. It's bad, bro. Like I quit skating like real hard whenever I was like 17, and I got back on it and tried to do some stuff and mess my legs. You were in sports? Months. Any sports? I played baseball, football. Football? Yeah. Uh, wide like, receiver? Yeah. Okay. High school? Yeah, uh, no, nah, middle school. Middle school? I tried to play soccer in high school, but, like, they didn't like me, like, on the first day of tryouts. Because, like, I had never played in my life, and all the other kids were, like, you know, pros from, like, birth. And then I, I got, got out there you. and just, like, looked awful with it. So they sent me to theater or OTC. It is what it is, man. You know, you, you get in where you fit in, right? You know? <laughs> um so basketball, you play basketball a little bit? No. No basketball? You should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, for that's real. That's why you missed your training. You should have yeah. You should have been playing. Yeah, people tell me I was, like, too good with my feet with it. Like, I could move around, but my feet would catch up under me, and I'd just trip and all that. Practice. Just, like, real clumsy. Just yeah. Practice. You would have got it. That's why I got my pinky. Kid splinter going. over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, besides Cowboys, you're a homer? Pretty much. All of the sports? No, uh, no, let's see. Uh, let, me, let me go through. Yeah. 
Homer for all of them, like Homer. hockey. Yeah, it's because I grew up here. Everything, everything, you know, sports wise. You know, I remember going okay. to Ranger games when I was, you know. You, well, you, you got you got to be proud of the stars. I mean, oh, Minnesota yeah, bro. stars as fuck that we. No, stars killed it this year. Min, yeah, Minnesota loved them when they had them. I mean, the whole state was uh, depressed uh, whenever yeah. they came to Dallas. I mean, it's like we got to be proud of them. We got something that uh, some other state wish they still had. So trash talk is brought to you by our next uh, week's uh, guest, Mr. Chris. Um, every angle inspectors. His number is four six nine four. Uh, apologize four six nine five seven three 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 six two four six nine five seven three uh, three. I fucked it up. It is what it is. Edit it. Not on the air, though. Let me repeat it again, though. 469-573-3362. If you're out there listening, um, if you want to get a home inspection, call Chris. Call Chris, man. Call Chris. Johnny Ziegler. If you need a roof inspection. Oh! Well, John, you know what happened? Like, I'm going to put him on blast right now. So John is going to be our next sponsor for one of our segments, um, either Joel's Corner, either, you know, Market Update. I don't know. We'll create a... Are that's you, the are first you, time I'm hearing about this, but that's interesting. You don't want to pee? I didn't say that. I'm just glad to know. So John is in uh, roofing, by the way. If you want to get a hold of John, uh, let me pull my phone out. Uh, if you're looking for a roof, uh, in DFW, and you get a hailstorm, or if you have issues with your roof, you need a free roof inspection. Send them to my website. Ro- roofers are ruthless with those oh, free yeah. free uh, inspections. Yeah, I said one thing about my roof one time. Next thing you know, I had like ten roofers out there trying to give me inspection, <laughs> and I already knew the roof. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't even trying to say because I already. I'm gonna have John over there at my house tomorrow. He's gonna be trying yeah. to tell me. Get, you should. Be, I better you should. be quiet. You should, bro. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of your uh, roof, if you want to get like just evaluation on your roof, uh, just make sure it's performing right, um, everything is working right, you know, until you get a next hailstorm where you actually you can actually, you know, uh, get a claim on your roof. Um, just to make sure you don't have a bad roof, you can get a hold of uh, John Ziegler, 817-401-0842. That's 817-401-0842. So he can come and inspect your roof, make sure that everything is good. Um, if you're missing gutters, gutters, can I get a music on the gutter? Anything with gutter? Uh, let me you see. got a gutter? Okay. So anything, uh, if you're missing gutters, or definitely a lot of buyers out there. So as you guys know, um, my name is Obi Akram with XPT Realty, 682313. Um, 682-313-2435. And um, if you are actually missing gutters, a lot of buyers actually ask for gutters every time you're selling a home. So, you know, call John on gutters, you know, if you're missing gutters. It's important for foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, you, if you're going to be selling your home, let me give everybody a little piece of advice. Don't think that your roof is going to pass inspection. Chris will tell you. He gets up there on the roof and he looks at every little thing and they ding it. So when you go to sell your home, 
the first thing that uh, people are going to see is, oh, the roof's bad or as hell damage or whatever. So if you're thinking about selling your house, just get it inspected. And it's better to go ahead than at, at the last minute, you know, figure out how to put a new roof on there. It's better just to go ahead and get it inspected. If it needs to be replaced, the insurance will pay for it. You know, there's a deductible, of course. What, what, what's the average cost of a roof inspection? Uh, it's it's free. You know, or, it's, or no, no, a house inspection, I guess, more like what Crystal does. Well, they, there's no cost. There's no cost for inspection in the roof. But if you're doing a house inspection, it's like about $500. 500 But it's like $450 $500 if you want to have a good inspector, you know? Right. Um, does it matter the size of the house or is it kind of just all Yes, around? Chris will be here uh, next week and I'll definitely like bring that up. We'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about it. And um, but in the meantime, if you do want to get like you know roof inspection, you can get a hold of Grace Roofing and Construction. Oh, I didn't even even talk about your what well, our next gig, man. We didn't talk about it. So how much time we got? Uh, as much time as you want. Um, so we are we are actually gonna start building houses. Uh, twenty twenty one. Me and uh, John. Uh, I'm just going to be mostly on the sales side of it. Uh, John is more of a builder side of it and getting everything approved. If you're looking to build a house, get a hold of him. Um, you know, I'm excited about that. We got a lot yeah. going in um, Benbrook area. Grandparent, what is it? Granbury. Uh, I got I bought a lot in Granbury. And, uh, and I have another one, a, a friend of mine's building one. But I basically I designed a house, uh, very modern, very modern looking, you know, flat roof, kind of tilted a little bit, not anything you see in a normal neighborhood, uh, but, uh, you know, real slick. I designed it, and um, everybody seems to like my design, and it, you know, it's uh, one of those... It's, built it's a barnuminium. It's a barnuminium. Like like house you might see out... Near the Silicon Valley out in California. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, right it's over, like, it's modern looking. It's, looking. it's like overlooking the lake and everything else. Like, like two minutes of two minutes away from the lake. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's I love those houses. And it's because they seem, uh, they don't seem overwhelming. Like, everything yeah. is kind of. The idea when I designed it, honestly, was like Apple. Like I, right, like, exactly. I like the way and everything that's the, is that's simple. The vibe I get from those houses. Yeah, so it's very, very complex in the way that we, we uh, basically designed it, where all the support walls, you know, are on the outside. So anything on the inside, you know, as you're when you buy a house, you know, you go from having you know zero kids to three kids to zero remodel. kids and all that. And so I wanted to design something so that throughout their life they could add a room take away a room, delete a room, change, whatever. So any of the walls inside, nothing is supporting on the inside. No, low, you can move everything. Walls. Yeah. So it makes it easy to, to just, you know, do whatever you got to do. So if you want to get a hold of us on that project, and if you're trying to build a house and you want to go ahead and find a, a place, uh, you don't want to find a lot, um, and you want to build it, you can get a hold of me, obiacrom 682313 Two four three five, or you can get a hold of if you want a custom home build. You can get a hold of John. John's number is eight one seven four zero one zero eight four two. That's eight one seven four zero one zero eight four two. 
And then also we have our kid Splinter here. If you want to book him for any of your, uh, you know, birthday events or uh, you want to book him for uh, your wedding events or you want to book him just to do a concert, you want to give your number out, bro? Uh, yeah, I can. It's a... Uh... 682-328-7875. Okay, so if you want to book him for like a bar or anything like that, or you want to book him for a concert, get a hold of him. Get a hold of uh, John Ziegler here. I really appreciate you guys being here on Real Talk. Um, we appreciate our audience on YouTube. If you are listening to us, we are real. We're real. Uh, real Talk. Real. And um, subscribe and hit the bell button on YouTube. And if you are listening on, on podcasts, any platform of podcasts, um, you know, just follow us. Just follow us. Listen to us. Uh, that's all we need, you know. And Merry Christmas to everybody. That's before the Christmas show. And I hope everybody's family is healthy and everybody's great. We're going to have a great 2021. And... Um, Take it home, DJ.